I used to be a huge League of Legends nerd. And hello, everybody. So, before we begin, I just want to say that this is just the highlights. This is not the actual recording. If you want to see the actual raw recording and all that, I can post it on here later on, in a far later stage, uh, likely after I'm done with all the interviews, or I can put it on another channel. Either way, if I can, I'm going to be giving it to the person who I do the interview with, because it's their interview with me. Um, so go check them out if you want the actual footage before it gets posted on here. In fact, even if it's on here already, go check them out anyways, because they're they're good at what they do. Go check out their footage, because I'm interviewing them for a reason. I'm interviewing them because they're actually good at what they do. And frankly, I find that they actually care about the people that everything goes on for. That they give their content to. Their product, whatever it is. And usually they have some kind of talent. Whether it be their voice, their music, their content, their art. Whatever it be. They have some kind of talent that I think is worth checking out. So, without any further ado. Here's the recording. Or at least the highlights. I'll see you there. started streaming back in 2014 whenever I watched my absolute favorite streamer um, Calcep play League of Legends because I used to be a huge League of Legends nerd like that's all I played from I think I started in season one of that and then I ended at the end of my high school in 2016 and I stopped streaming because my internet was so bad and then I just recently moved out into a new place and got like the best fiber connection you can get and I was like not. <laughs> I was like, might as well start again. Alright, alright. Good reason. Yeah. Now, I started watching a... Oh, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I started watching Pokemon streams and people shiny hunting and I was like, ooh, I love shiny hunting. And it's a lot more fun to shiny hunt when you can talk to people because honestly it is a very boring thing to do. Yeah. So... What do you think was your greatest challenge in doing this? I'm a very anxious person. And I get very nervous about what people say about me. Which I know is something you shouldn't do. So like, I kind of had to like mentally prepare myself at first. Because I'm very sensitive to what people say. And I know, I know how trolls are on Twitch. I've, I'm a, I've been a mod for big streams and small streams. So I'm kind of like just breathe and pretend like they don't say it. I haven't received any trolls yet. I've had nothing but nice people in my chat. Thank goodness. But I know it'll come one day. I know it'll happen. It happens to everyone. It's just really my confidence levels. I just had to like breathe and be like, it's okay. It'll be fine. Don't get anxious. And that's why you have us. Yeah. I like when people are nice. Yeah. Now, we talked about the things that's your greatest challenge. What do you think is your favorite thing about it? Um, I really like meeting new people. Like, I've always been someone that loves online friendships. Like, since I was little, when I first got my first iPod Touch, I would go into those, like, 
which is very unsafe for children nowadays but i would go into those online chat rooms and like give people my kick and like talk to random people and that was like almost all my friends when i was little were online friends and so on twitch it's just a lot of fun usually i go in small streamers chats because i just like to chat with people so having my own stream and just being able to chat with the different people that stop by and learn stuff about them it's really fun and you never know who you can make a connection with online it's, it's fun yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think is your favorite game that you've played on or off stream? Pokemon. Pokemon Let's Go is like my favorite game I've streamed, but my favorite game above all other games is Pokemon Alpha Sapphire because of the inclusion Ooh. of the national decks and the way you can hunt for the legendaries. It's like my all time favorite game ever. I've replayed Alpha Sapphire like at least three times. Alright, alright. Now, sadly, I lost my version of Alpha Sapphire, but, oh well. I almost lost mine. It's actually, my copy is, like, brown, because I spilled coffee over all over it one day. When I first, like, I think, I've, I've had it just on my cable, on my desk, and I spilled coffee, and it went all over the game, and it's it still works. I don't know, it's the original, I bought it. Did you Yeah, I did, just, like, I popped it out because I was going to check on my Animal Crossing town and I just like threw it on my desk for a second and I like got up and knocked my coffee down and it went all over the game and I had like a panic attack because I was so close to completing the national decks. So I like washed it I like well, didn't wash it off but I like dried it off and I let it sit in the air and dry off for a full day because I looked up something I was like what do you do if you spill stuff on your game cartridge? And, I put, and it was fine. Nothing's wrong with it. It works perfect. Like, that was the most stressful day of my life. I was like, come on. It's like, please don't make me do this. I'm going to be so sad. I have to rebuy this game. I mean, personally, I would have put it in rice. But yeah, yeah, that works too. I was like, wiped it down, like, hardcore. Because, like, one thing I pride myself on is I own at least one of each like generation of pokemon games like i own yellow i own red i own fire red i own like diamond i own heart gold i own crystal like all of them and it's like when i lose one i get extremely mad and i have to buy it immediately on like ebay or amazon like those are my babies yeah see i have um i have games from uh soul silver and platinum all the way up to X and Y off the Sapphire and Sun Moon. Yeah. I held off on buying a Switch until Pokemon Let's Go came out. When Pokemon Let's I Go came out, I still have yet to buy the Switch. It's probably the best decision I've made in my entire life. Like this, it's, it's Since there's Hulu and YouTube on it, it's just amazing. And I mean, they have Hulu and YouTube on the 3DS, but it's still horrible quality. Oh yeah, I know, but that yeah but like the switch is so good but I, I was like i'm not gonna buy a switch i don't have the money for it and then they were like oh mainline pokemon game and i was like well <laughs> now i have to That's buy it because i have to own every pokemon game it's an addiction i mean you, you can own it but not have the console for it but i want to play it <laughs> Once I saw that there was overworld Pokemon and they followed you around and that you could ride on Haunter, I freaked out. That's like what I've been wanting from a Pokemon game. Being able to like let my Pokemon walk with me and ride on them, that's like the best. 
Now, you have a PC version of Minecraft, right? Yes, I do. Surprised you haven't put on Pixelmon yet. Pixelmon? I played Pixelmon. When... Uh, oh, so who was okay. the first I was a huge Minecraft kid when I was little. I watched, like, uh, Captain Sparkles, Asian Canadian, like, all the the big Minecraft crew with the, what was it, the Cops and Robbers videos with, right? um, yeah, like, with Sundy and Sky Does Minecraft and all them. They were my favorite. Drummy. Yeah. Drummy, Slummy, Sky Does yeah. Minecraft. <laughs> yes. Those were my life when I was little. And I saw one of them play Pixelmon. I forgot who it was. Probably no, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't even related with that group. It was Strawberry Jam. He was an Australian oh. Minecraft YouTuber. I saw him play Pixelmon, and I was like, what? "Pokemon in Minecraft? Those are my two favorite things." And I'm like, "You." I never played Minecraft with mods prior to that, and I researched all night how to install the mod and get it working. Because I kept, like, installing it wrong, and it would not work. Not to mention, uh, viruses as well is a big factor in those, too. Yeah. And my dad, um, I mean, my family's a huge techie family. Like, my dad owns a computer business. I've been raised around computers since I was, like, barely could walk. So every time I went to install something on my computer, he'd get so mad. He'd be like, stop it. Stop installing all this crap. Stop doing it. You're gonna get your fire system. But, like, because I had Sims, and you know how, like, I don't know if you know about Sims, but there's, like, thousands of mods for Sims, because there's, like, an individual mod for each item of clothing you can add to the game. And I would download thousands and thousands of clothes, and, like, none of them would work because two conflicted, but the folder wasn't organized, so I had to go search through with, like, a fine tooth comb. And then, like, half of the time it was a virus, it wasn't a mod. It's better now. I feel like it's a lot harder to get a virus now. Oh, yeah. It used to be, like, really dumb. <laughs> and just not know which download button is the right download button. Yeah. Now, if you had to describe yourself and what you do in one word or phrase, what would it be? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. It's the hardest one. I'm just very... I do a lot of different things. Uh, Nerd. Just nerd. Ah, everything me. I've done, right. Everything I've done is nerdy. I mean, I cosplay. I do programming. I want to be a coder. I play video games. I work in IT. Like, everything I do has to do with like or technology really just everything technology is that how you know our click yeah we work in IT together I'm the one who got him the job I met him my biology class and I came up to him after our finals and I was like hey we're hiring do you need a job (laughs) (laughs) I got you and after that we became like absolute best friends. We've just gotten to the point where we finish each other's sentences at some points. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, okay. Let's see. You still haven't gotten your relationship. 
Oh, well. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we've run out of uh, written questions. So, it's time to turn the tables, I guess. Now, you can either ask me questions or, you know, what I talked about earlier. Okay. What did you get? How did you get into podcasts? What sparked that? Um, so, I think I talked about this a few times now. Um, my Xbox no longer works, and that was basically the only way that I could communicate with people, besides Discord, obviously. Uh, and so when my Twitch stopped working, and Xbox and all that, I decided, you know what? Let's look around, but first let's play some games on my own, because I was bored and had nothing else to do. And so I was listening to Spotify while I played Minecraft, and this app, this uh, ad came on for Anchor, which I'm using right now. And uh, I thought, you know what? Podcasts. Because I've been wanting to interview people for a long time. So let's do a podcast or interview people. And then it became a thing now. And now I get to interview people. I have my own little podcast as well. And yeah. I mean, that's fun. I, I just recently, like, a week ago started watching podcasts like I had all I had always sworn against podcasts I was like they're boring I don't like it like I don't want to hear people talk and then I started watching um tiny meat gangs podcast it's two youtubers that I like and it's like they're so hilarious I love it so much I, I, I watched um one of the dudes on there is Cody Co. I watched him whenever he made vines up until YouTube and then he like talked about his podcast one time and I was like oh, I mean he's really funny well, I guess I might like it. And then ever since then, I like have started watching H3H3. And then, and then uh, I went back and listened to some of Shane Dawson's old podcast. All right, all right. Pretty cool. Yes. There's something I was always like, I don't know about. I was like, I don't know. Because I'm a very, like, visual person. I can't just listen to something. I have to be looking at something while I see it. Like, whenever I do coding, I can't just listen and I can't just read. Like, I, if I read my coding books, I don't learn anything. I have to watch YouTube. Or I have to, like, hear someone saying it while they're typing it. I can't do Like, because whenever I read, I get bored and I, like, start to fall asleep. And if I just listen, I, like, look off in the distance and think about something else. Very hard. Like I have to like I learn by watching and listening. Can't do just right. one. I can see that. Yeah. I always felt that was. Cool. I always. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Continue. Continue. I was. I was. I was always interested in being a teacher when I was little. So I loved learning how people learned. That was like one of my favorite things about how people could just learn in such different ways and how we were all so unique about that. Alright, uh, one of the things I actually didn't discuss in the podcast, and I can understand that, is um, when I was younger, and actually I still do, I had this thing where I would basically study people without even realizing, and eventually got to the point where I would know their reactions most of the time without even realizing, and I just became so bored of everything because there was no, there was no, like, surprised to anything it would always be like if i say this this person's either going to do this or this and they're both going to be the same thing for the outcome and it happened and it was a good thing and a bad thing because 
the good part about it is was uh, I would know what would make people mad, so I would avoid doing those. The bad thing is, I would know what would make them happy too. And if you keep on doing those, they run out of things that make them happy, <laughs> and yeah. then they run out of things that you can do. Anyways, where I'm going is this is, uh, I'm really interested in psychology as well. I like to know what makes people tick, uh, what they think, what they do, and all that kinds of stuff. Yay. I was, um, for a while in my college career, I've been bouncing around. I've always, I'm, I'm going to do coding. That's for sure. Like, like that's no doubt in my mind. It's, I'm going to do something with coding. But at first I was like, I don't know. I went for video games and I was like, maybe I want to do web development, but then I want to do server maintenance. And then one thing I got into was cybersecurity and I started taking a bunch of criminal justice classes and I got really interested in like the way criminals act and like the psychology behind that. And I took even more and I recently took a serial killers class where we didn't really talk about what kind of serial killers are, but we talked about like what makes a serial killer and what makes cases more popular than others and like stuff like that. The statistics yeah, behind it. Yeah, I remember well, watching the Ted Bundy tapes, and Jesus Christ, that man is like really difficult to get into, the, into his head because apparently he barely knew anything, and then at the same time, he also knew exactly what was happening, and he he knew how to manipulate people. He's just a raging narcissist. He was the biggest narcissist ah, yes. in the entire world. He knew exactly what he was doing, but if he let people think that you're just oh it's so crazy and I lost control in the moment he he knows exactly how to get people he knows how to be charming he knows how to be how to make them think that oh it was just it was just he lost his temper but I don't think he lost his temper I think he knew exactly what he was doing every single moment he was doing it he's just really good at sweet talking so good that's how he attracted all of his victims he's just so good at it we talked about him. My teacher hates him. My teacher hates how people focus on the killer. That was the main point of our class. Every single serial killer thing on the entire face of planet Earth is about the killer. Like, you can't name one of Ted Bundy's victims. Maybe you can freshly after watching that documentary, but they never talk about the victims. And I think that's something that's wrong with our society and I'm gonna go on a tangent because I'm very passionate about this topic oh go ahead but go like ahead. we we're so like consumed with like well, how'd he kill her what he used what was he thinking what was his past life and we don't ask well who was she what was her goals what did she want who was her mom did she have a dad like did she have a boyfriend what was her favorite animal like they're the ones that lost their lives because of these sick individuals and instead of praising them and living them on and let them, letting their lives live on, we let the killer's lives live on because we just want to talk about them over and over and over and over again. And to an extent, I think it's good. To an extent, I think it's good that we talk a lot about serial killers because we learn about them to preventing it with their childhood and stuff, but we don't focus on the victims and it's hard like, just think, your daughter got killed by Ted Bundy, and there's so many girls on Twitter and Tumblr saying he's the hottest man alive, and he's getting his own movie, he's getting his own documentary series, and everyone's just like, wow, look at this man, like, not saying that he's cool, but just being like, he's so fascinating, and it's like, 
all of his victims just died there. And as with every single serial killer, the victims just die. They, I mean, they'll never be forgotten from their friends and family, but we give the attention to the wrong person. It's kind of, it's just kind of the way we are. We love, we love the fear, we love the suspense, we love the danger and the darkness. But the second we start hearing names and hear like, oh, she, she went to the same college I want to go to, or oh, she, her favorite dog, that's my favorite dog. It's, it, it gets depressing, it gets sad, and we don't want to talk about it anymore because it's not fun. We're like, oh, it's just sad. But it's like, we're sacrificing another human's life to get entertainment out of a sick individual. I think that's yeah. weird about us. That's a great way to describe it right there. It's just... And... No, 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 continue, continue. Go ahead. It's like, we just like... And I, it's like another even deeper layer than it. Companies are, they know we do that and they know we love it, so they make money off of it. Which, I know... The person who made that Ted Bundy movie or thought of the idea wasn't, yeah, I'm gonna make money off of these girls' deaths, but that's what he's doing. It's like the whole Etika thing right now. With uh, I don't know if you keep up with YouTube drama, but Etika recently committed suicide. He was a huge smash YouTuber and just a reaction channel, and channels are now making money off of his death, talking about it, and it's like we love to make money off of people's debts we claim and sit on our high horse and say it's so morally wrong but we still watch the content we still yeah. love it it's just like it's weird to me i don't understand i don't understand like I, i'm not trying to say i'm a better human i still do it i still watch those serial killer documentaries i still read about it I'm still interested in the way they think but i think it's after i took that class last semester and sat back and i said those are real people once you associate those real people that had to go through that real torture, it's not fun anymore. It's, it kills the fun, which it should. But it's deep. <laughs> it was a it was a heavy semester for me talking about that because it was the Tuesday Thursday class, and every Tuesday Thursday I was like, "Oh man, what are we gonna talk about now?" <laughs> Murder. Yeah, every Thursday was like open discussion. So on Tuesday, we'd learn about, like, methods where, like, uh, different types of killers or different typologies. And then Thursday, we'd have to talk about this one serial killing case. And it's just, we'd always get on such heavy subjects. And it just makes you sit back and think. Because it's like, when you're not really looking into it and you're just listening about the serial killer, it can seem like a fantasy. But she wouldn't let us. Our teacher made us bring the victims to light and talk about the, the victims and what they did who their parents were. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was crazy. And I mean, like, it's not even, I guess, the girls that were killed, because you also have to think there's a thing called secondary victims. It's like, because the serial killer's parents are victims, too. Having to live with, like, their son or daughter that did that, and then it's, like, also the parents of the victims, friends of the victims. It's just, like, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's such a weird topic to me now. I used to be so hardcore into it and all that and like hardcore I love serial killers I like mysteries and unsolved murders but now it's just like I can't look at it the same after that class oh yeah it just makes me feel wrong <laughs> yeah and I can understand that that's like another thing that I'm really into I've always liked crime and stuff like that 
So like that's why I was oh, like, so oh, you're I'm a not criminal. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> the only crime I would commit is probably stealing the new Animal Crossing game. That's about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here. If it goes missing, it's her. Yep, it's definitely me because I've been waiting for what seven years for a decent Animal Crossing game. I think I deserve it. I mean, then again, so is everyone who plays Animal Crossing. Yeah, that was so. I'm happy they're releasing it in 2020, and I know they had to push it back, but I'm happy they're doing it so they don't overwork the developers and all that. Man, that was such a disappointment because last year the end of that smash direct they were like animal crossing 2019 it's just like oh that was so depressing whenever they're like march 2020 just kidding i was so upset (laughs) but i was happy i was like at least we get it i was so sad but i'm also happy about it it's like what it's like, at least we get it, but it's like I have to wait nine more months, and it's just like, ugh, because I was, I was giving up hope. I tuned in to every single po- Nintendo conference. Tuned in to the Nintendo Pokemon investors meeting, because I was like, what if they say something about Animal Crossing? And then I, by the time it was June, I was just like, yeah, it's, a, it's either going to be a late winter release, or it's not happening. <laughs> It's good. Yeah. What's your favorite game? My favorite. Hmm. I'm an old man, so Punch Out probably. Really? Yeah. Thanks. I think my favorite. What, you got really... a Punch Out? Hmm? No, no. I think my favorite really old game. Like I'm talking really old game. That's be Galaga. That's what me and my dad used to play whenever I was little. We had one of those now, like. Was this in the arcades or was this inside like the computer or something? It was one of those little Pac Man TV games. You plugged in the white, red, and yellow. We had a little joystick that came with Pac Man Galaga. One of the. I think it was Grand Prix, one of the racing games. I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. I have one right next to me. I have one in the box, brand new, because I that thing's like a huge part of my childhood. So I bought one brand new in the box, and I have it on like a display on my shelf, next to my other stuff that's game related. Wait, you have it's a like, game shelf and didn't share it on? St- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a bookshelf, and the, like the top part is like family stuff. Like I have my cat's ashes. Like, I had a cat when I was little, and my parents got it cremated. So my cat's ashes and then like souvenirs from trips and then I have like an entire shelf dedicated to little anime figurines. Then I have another shelf that has pictures on it and then below that it's like all pushing stuffed animals and then my last shelf is like I have like my video game stuff so I have like a huge Gengar EX card. I have a Dark Magician Girl figure. I have the, the Pac-Man joystick thing. It was like like, I don't know if you played the Spongebob one where it was Spongebob's face and the joystick was his nose. It's like you plugged it into your TV you know, with games. Wait, what? It's a thing. Watch. It's a, like, Spongebob game. Oh, dear God. 
it was the best. It was like my whole childhood. I played these weird things. <laughs> like SpongeBob games. Now, you mentioned Gengar. Is, I'm going to take a shot in the dark, but is your favorite Pokemon the, uh, the Ghastly line? Yes, it is. It always has been. Forever. Since I was little. I love the fairy type. That was the best thing they could have done. Like, honestly, super cool. But Gengar is also the best. (laughs) See, personally, my favorites go from Porygon Z being the absolute best Pokemon to Gallade. Gallade is awesome. Oh, yeah. Then to Lucario. Then to Flygon. My, I used to have a friend who was absolutely obsessed with Flygon. She had this Flygon t-shirt she wore at least once a week. Like, once a week. No lie. It was, it seemed weird if she wasn't wearing it. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, Gengar's always been my favorite. What's your I just, second favorite? My second favorite? Um, Garchomp. Ooh, the dragon type, okay. Yeah. I like Gengar because I read the, like, conspiracy theory behind him that, like, he was a cult- he was a dead Clefairy or something, or it was like Clefairy's ghost, and he, like, haunted your dreams and stuff like that. I love that one. Garchomp? No, Gengar. Oh. There's like okay. this old story about it because they like look so I'm similar. <laughs> That's my bad. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, like I I was huge into creepy pastas when I was little too. So like, right. I was reading about the Lavender Town creepy. You know about the Lavender Town creepy pasta and how like the music had Gengars or like the ghost Pokemon's in the like waves of the sounds and like how it made people commit suicide in Japan like it was a huge thing yeah I've heard of it I've never actually like watched it more than what 20 seconds yeah it was I was like super into that one I was like what no way cause like of course being like a 12 year old kid I like completely like 100% believed it I was like wow no that's for real true like Obviously, there's no proof of the deaths, but I know it happened because this random YouTuber made a 15-minute video on it. <laughs> yeah, because that's how things work nowadays. Basically. I mean, it still is. Those YouTubers that do the clickbaity, don't spin a fidget spinner at 3 a.m. challenge and stuff like that, and kids oh, eat that up. Like, one of, my, one of my nieces, she was watching, I was sleeping at her house watching her one night, and she, I walked in, and she was watching one of those videos. It was it was literally like don't make slime at three a.m. It's like if you make slime at three a.m. it'll turn into blood and you'll get kidnapped and blah blah. blah. And I'm like, did we really watch this kind of stuff when we were younger? Wait, we... hold on, what? Yeah, it was like a whole thing, and like it was like a, it was like a me a six or seven year old girl making this YouTube video about this. Like she had some pretty good like editing like her parents 
went in on it because like like at one point in the video the lights flickered off and when it came back on it was like the slime was red and she was like oh my god I'm dying she kidnapped though I don't know. The, the video just ended and she never talked about it again. So I guess she didn't get kidnapped. I guess nothing actually happened. Hmm. Unless you just accepted that she got kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, Thought I think my happened. question would be, did the parents have their child kidnapped and then upload it onto YouTube? There's parents that do that. No, but there are not. No, but there's parents that do the whole, like, make their kids do, like, like oh, YouTube like, stars. Like yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Like the Daddy 05 kids. The what? You don't know anything about YouTube drama? Man. I don't get out much. I'm huge into the YouTube commentary community where they basically just talk about what goes on on YouTube and like in real life and stuff. And there was these parents that were like basically abusing their kids for views. What? like screaming at them like emotional torture basically there was this whole thing that came out with a case with like apparently they kidnapped the kids or like there was like this like the real mom was trying to get them back there was a whole court case they lost custody of the kids like it was crazy it was like all over youtube i guess my youtube because of the type of people i watch you should change your people you watch. Come on. <laughs> it's I like keeping intact with the YouTube drama. I don't like real life drama. I, I like keeping intact with the clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like real life drama when it involves me, then it gets annoying. But if I could just watch it on YouTube and be like, wow, that's crazy. I mean uh, Okay. The things that people do because I've seen some of these kinds of videos way back when, but I have. Like, you know, the, the old times where it's like, Spider-Man also have a child. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I've seen those kinds of things. It's just, I mean, I guess it's just back to like what we talked about at the beginning. It's like, we like to see tragic things happen, as long as they don't involve us, that is. <laughs> like watching a YouTuber lose all of their subs and their entire career go down the drain. I mean, like, it doesn't bother me, but it's fun to watch. Which is a, still a horrible thing, because they lost their job. Oh, yeah. But it's just interesting. It's something you you won't, you can't stop watching it. I mean, you very much can stop watching it. It's called the, uh, the exit window. The you exit can, step. but you don't want to. You That's want a lie. I want to exit those kinds of things. Well, for certain people, it's like whenever you see a fire, forest burning, it's like you just want to keep watching. Or it's like the people that drive on the side of the road and you see a wreck and it's like you still want to, you still want to watch. That's like it's called rubbernecking down here. I don't know if that's what y'all call it, but I think it's like called when, something different. But I don't know. Probably. Yeah, it's like if you're driving and someone slows down in front of a wreck it's called rubbernecking because you've been in your neck all the way back to see what happened hmm. so we just slow down and keep up traffic no down here like if someone gets in a wreck there's a whole new traffic caught because everyone's trying to look and see like oh is that who I know like are they okay what happened all oh, that looks bad yeah, we just care about the person dies <laughs> 
No, I've seen people get in like minor like bumps, like just like a scratch on the back and like traffic. Everyone stop and be like, oh, what's happening? Really? Yes. Kind of sad to be honest. But I mean, that's how. I guess I shouldn't generalize, generalize, but like in the South, drama's everything. You've got to know guess. everything about I everyone. I guess it's a North too, but like. Up here in the snowlands, where snowgoos are everywhere and polar bears run wild. Never seen snow before in my whole life. Really? Never. Well, don't go up here in the summer because you won't see anything. Yeah, and then I was like, I I planned a trip to Seattle next year, and I'm going in June, so I still won't see the snow. (laughs) Okay, you need to just like go up to Nunavut or something just live there for like a week or so i want to live in seattle i graduate college soon and yeah, not gonna... seattle come to canada just live there for about a year You'll i'm actually snow. i'm going to canada too i'm going to seattle for a week and then canada for a week after to get two week vacation okay good good wait when in june <sighs> again you won't see anything i know but like like I said, like I'm trying to find somewheres to leave because I don't want to live in the south my whole life. I would like to move up north, so I'm gonna I'm, be I'm going Ontario. Ontario. I'm gonna be yeah. testing out the waters, I guess you could say. Well, I mean Ontario, specifically the part that I'm in, uh, Petabra, is really great to live in, unless you're in Toronto. In which, don't go there, it's too crowded. Huh. Which, I'm going, I, I know I'm going to the part of Canada that's directly above Seattle. Yeah, I don't know American stuff, so... It's like all the way to the west, right above California. So the left side of Canada. Yes, basically. That would be not New Brunswick. Is New Brunswick? I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything about Canada, so. Uh, This map right here says the British Columbia. Vancouver, I'm going to Vancouver. British Columbia, yes, thank you. I get those two mixed up. I'm going to Vancouver. (laughs) I think. Oh! Yeah. Well then. We should come to the. East side, where east side. interior is all the way over there, though. <laughs> yeah, it is all the way over there, though. Too far. You should go there. Too lazy. It's good. Too lazy. But 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 then you'll be closer to New York. New York. I've already been to New York. I went to New York when I was ten. It was. Have you been to Toronto? No. It was like exactly. A weird experience, because a bomb went off right next to my hotel while I was there. What? Yeah, there was a bombing right next to my hotel. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Like, that was a great experience. <laughs> I was like, my mom was like, we were, we were out. We were out eating. I forgot where we were. We were somewhere else. And then we came back, and there was police everywhere, and we found out there was a bombing right next to our hotel. And we were like, 
Oh, it's when I was 10. It was a very small one. Wait, what year was this then? Um, when I was 10, like... 2019 was 10. It was 2019. Uh, 2008 ish. Ish. 2008 when you were 10. Hold on, I'm gonna do math now. <laughs> I'm gonna ah! <laughs> do you need help? <laughs> do the math. That would be. I'm trying to do this quickly. Uh, wait. You were born in 1999. Nope, wrong. Oh, wait, no, I'm crazy. Hold on. Uh... 1919, obviously now. Uh, yes, on. I'm ancient. I'm ancient. No, ancient would be 1819. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait, I'm stupid. Okay, then. Hold on. Uh, let's see, then. 2008, so... Uh... Yes, this is... I'm not good at math, okay? Don't judge me. It'll be... Zero... Zero... One... One. Wait, but that means I'll let Oh! I see now. <laughs> so then that would be... Plus 10 blocks would be... 29 and... Haha! I think I found this. Did you find it? Probably did, but maybe. Wait, why have I done 29? Oh, I'm stupid. Hold on. Two one. Yeah, two one. Two one. Yep, two one. I got it. Like. Oh god, that took longer than I thought it would. Yeah, I was like, you okay, dude? <laughs> I'm sorry. As I said, I'm not good at math. I'm. I failed it like twice. I had to learn how to be good at math once I chose to go into programming. You know, I never needed to know how to be good at math. Except for when I wanted to follow chemistry. But I didn't. But I did get good at math. I mean, I, I followed chemistry. So I didn't get good at math. Because, I mean, like, chemistry doesn't... It's just, like, adding and subtracting. Those are really hard, though, but still. Yeah. I was never good at chemistry. I almost failed high school chemistry. And I could either really? take... Yeah, I could either take chemistry. That's like the easiest one, though. Yeah, I, I, I know. I could either take chemistry in college, or I could take biology, and I just sucked it up and took biology. I was like, nah, no more chemistry. Okay, do you want to do you want to tell me what was hard about chemistry then? Um, I'm really bad with memorizing formulas and stuff like that, oh. and I couldn't do it. If I had the formulas, so I probably could have done it. You knew the elements, though, right? No, I, I was, like, still struggling on... Because we'd have, like, a on our test, we'd always have to, like, memorize 10 more elements from the periodic table. And I would just 
I'd be like, mm, yeah, yeah, that really? one. <laughs> I'm really bad with memorization. There was a song about it at that time, too. I never heard the song. Everyone kept saying there's, there's a song. I can go on. I I was like, there was like a song for that and there was a song for something else school related, but I never learned a song. I was like, where did y'all hear these songs? It was a circle. It knows how to get around. It has a radius from center to rim. Yeah, see that? In its diameter is a line that goes from side to side while passing through the center. Isn't that simple? I'll stop now. <laughs> I never heard any of those educational songs. I guess it was the school I went to. I mean, the circle song is fairly new, but whatever. My friend's going to be an education teacher. I'm going to ask her if she knows it. The circle song? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> she starts teaching. Yeah, I decided not to be a teacher because I found out how much teachers made. And I was like... Oh. That's why you should come to Canada to be a teacher. They get paid more? Because in America, the, the school system is bad. Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> in Canada, you get paid to be a, be a teacher. In America, you get paid for the amount of clubs you join. Yikes. Yeah, and you... So basically, teachers would spend more time um, being in clubs than they would actually teaching. And that pissed everyone off because people who couldn't do clubs were getting paid even less by someone who was there for barely any time. Well, they've been there for like, what, five years? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a problem in America. It's starting to become more widely talked about, thank God. I think our state just actually approved raises for teachers. For the first time in a really long time. Raises don't do jed... Oh wait, I have a lot to swear on this one. It's something. At least. Teachers in America, raises aren't going to do jack shit. You gotta make sure that they all get paid the same. And clubs don't do anything. Yeah. That's why I chose the professional. That's not why I chose programming. I mean, I I really enjoy coding. Something that I have fun doing. But it's also... It pays well. (laughs) Yeah. I would lie if that wasn't a big factor. I mean... There's a lot of cool things about computers. Yeah. So I can understand. I've always been all about computers my whole life. Even when I was little. My dad started me out early building computers. I just always loved them. Everything you could do. I just, yeah. I love the internet. I love all the possibilities of the internet and all the people you can meet. Remember, you can meet bad people too. You can. And I met my fair share of bad people. And I have my fair share of experiences with said bad people. Hmm. Am I one of them? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, you're the worst one, actually. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I try. But I've had really good experiences. Like one of my friends that is also a streamer. He's in my stream sometimes. I met him about five years ago, I'd say. 
And I mean, he's absolutely one of the best friends I have in my entire life. Like, we message 24-7. I can talk to him about anything. Like, one of the best people I know. Another reason I started streaming is because of him. Like, talk to him about it. You said you messaged him 24-7. Do you message him while you sleep? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I met a lot of good people online. Okay. Uh, huh. Do you read books often? I used to. I used to be a huge book nerd. I have a tattoo from one of my favorite books. Oh. Yep. That was my first tattoo. I got Stop it. Stop reading I... it. Huh? No, I still. Well, the series ended, but I still reread it sometimes. She's. I am okay. subscribed to the author. I read her new books. I love her style. It's really cringy teen love romance books oh yeah the good stuff what book book? um it's called fallen it's by lauren kate it's like oh it's like in the air of the twilight trash so it's like about a girl that falls in love with a fallen angel and like all this kind of stuff I love it though. It's just a good book, good series. Basically, a remake of Twilight. Basically, but with angels, not vampires. Are there still werewolves? Mm-hmm. No, no, there's not werewolves. I don't remember any. Oh. Just angels and devils. That's about it. Ah, okay. There we go. Yeah. That's about it. It's a good book. Speaking of oh. angels and devils. Uh, are you excited for the new movie Good Omens that are coming out? I actually haven't heard about that one. Oh. Actually, I don't even know if it's a movie. I don't watch movies. I just movies. keep seeing it whenever I go to the theater, so. Yeah. I don't watch movies at all. The only movie that I've watched recently was Detective Pikachu, and that was a cinematic masterpiece. The most recent movie I watched, I think, was, um, Speed? But the the last one I watched in theaters was uh what's it called? Uh Godzilla. Godzilla. Yes. Is it the new one? And the one of the best movies I watched recently is Bohemian Rhapsody. Huh. Have you seen it? Yes. I actually watched it on my flight to Greece. And Oh, I wait, really what you like didn't it. take me? I'm sorry. <laughs> Rude! We're gonna leave me out of everything. First there's the con, now it's this. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I'm dying. I've been adventuring a lot this year. <laughs> Hope you don't die. Yeah, this yeah. is punishment. Not being able to go with me again. <laughs> yeah, I watched it on the way to Greece and it hit me hard because I really liked Queen growing up. That was like one of my favorite bands. Uh, I'm trying to remember my favorite when I was growing up. I don't think I had one, actually. Ah. Yeah, I wasn't that big in music when I was a kid. If I wasn't, I just listened to a bit of everything. My dad... Oh, continue. Nowadays. No, 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 sorry, go on. No, you go on. (laughs) No, you. Oh. No, but seriously, you go on. (laughs) Fine. But uh, nowadays, it's um, 
I think it's probably just old music. Old music? Because, again, I'm old man, so... Old man. My dad was in an 80s hair metal band. Oh, God. Growing up, all I listened to was 80s hair metal. And, like, rock and, like, all genres of that. That's what I grew up with. Did you wear, like, the kiss wigs or whatever? I didn't wear wigs, but I wore a lot of black. A lot of black. You or him? Yeah, me, both. Both of us. Me and my dad were basically mirror. If I, me and him are almost the exact same person. Oh. Yeah. We even have the same nose. We have a very unique nose. I can see. Yes, of course you can. <laughs> well, I mean, your, your picture is like, as your profile picture, so. Oh, well, I don't have it. If I turn to the side, you can see it. I have a very crooked nose. Oh. Yeah, it's, um, My it's like a... My uncle crooked nose because he, he, he got hit by a wrecking ball, but... Oh, I was just born like this. <laughs> huh. I have, like... I know it's a mean comment that's said in middle school, but it's the best way to describe it. I have, like, the Wicked Witch of the West nose. It's not long and pointy from how I see it. It's from the side once you see it. It's bumpy, but I learned to love it. I struggle a lot with my nose. Long and pointy, too? It's long. It's not pointy. Exactly. I didn't think so. (laughs) So it's not like the Wicked Witch of the West. You lied to me. It's got a similar bump shape. Excuse you. Sure, that's what you're talking about. All right. I struggled a lot with my nose when I was little. I always wanted to get plastic surgery, but I was like, meh, kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's me. Now I can scare children. Yeah, exactly. Not as much as I can, but still. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I don't mean like that. I mean like just scaring people in general, because I, when I smile, I scare people. Oh, yeah, I, I have this really wide smile, and my teeth are fairly pointy for my age, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, whenever people, whenever I smile, uh, I get called a shark, and then they just scream and run away. Oh, wow. Yeah. I used to have really nice teeth, because I went through the torture of braces, but I kept forgetting my retainer, and my mom was like, alright, I'm not buying you another one. And my teeth went exactly back to how they were. So, like, all that progress just got lost. See, I just have naturally decent teeth. I wish. And I say decent. Not not good, but decent. Presentable. Yeah. Well, somewhat. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things that's wrong with me, and at the same time, there's a lot of things that's good about me that the other people don't have. So, yeah. I'm taking that. I'm trying try to, in the past two years, I've tried to do that. I've tried to been like, stop looking at the negatives. Like, every time I see a flaw on myself, I make myself name something good just to cancel it out. And it helps. 
what about when other people say things? Um, it hurts still, but like one another thing, like when people point out my nose, like I I hang out with a lot of crude guy and computer science majors, so yeah, they they rag on me a lot. And someone was like, yeah, with your witch nose. I was like, well, yeah, but at least I have a really pretty smile, <laughs> or I have pretty blue eyes. Like you gotta like just cancel it out to not feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what you gotta do. See, I've been told many times because I I'm, I'm a really fat, as people don't know. Well, as most people do know when I show them the pictures. But um, yeah, I weigh like last time I checked, it was three hundred fifty-two pounds, and I have been checked for a while. <laughs> Not three hundred fifty, two fifty-two. Sorry, not three hundred fifty-two. <laughs> I'm crazy. Uh, two hundred fifty-two pounds. Last time I checked, and that was a while back. And a lot of that is fat. Mm-hmm. And I used to be really self-conscious about that until uh, I went into drama class, and then it all changed because I could actually make jokes about it. And then eventually, it came to the point where people couldn't make fun of me anymore because it seemed like I was almost proud of it. Yeah, and that's what I do about my nose. Call yeah. it, it's a witch nose. I'm being honest, it is. But I mean, like, it's, it's not a witch nose, okay? Witch it's not like the wicked witch. It is a witch nose. It's not pointy. Yes, it is. Fine, get a pencil sharpener and prove it. Fine. Yeah, I used to struggle with my weight when I was younger, and that really affected me, like big time, with my confidence levels. So I'm trying to like boost that up that's what led me to being the positive girl because like back in middle school I, I believe it or not I was the heaviest girl in my grade really yes I was the biggest girl and then when I graduated middle school and I went to high school I was like I'm, I want to start fresh because I went from going to a catholic school where everyone was going to the same high school and me and like three other people from that from my middle school went to this other high school so i didn't know anyone i was like that summer i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna fix this in time (laughs) remake myself so i can have a be not the not the big girl but be known as something else and i got known as the bumpy nose girl (laughs) wonderful so i went from Uh, one bad thing to another but I prefer the nose. Yeah, okay, okay. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, one of the things that I do is I hide. I hide one of my flaws. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I jumped up a staircase when I was uh, three, hit my head off the wall, and cracked the back of my head open. Uh, and I have this huge bump and this giant mountain range of a head. So... <laughs> If you guys don't know, as well, I was in cadets when I was younger, uh, and one of the things that are in cadets is it's a military. You have to shave your head. Mm-hmm. So every time I would get it shaved, the mountain rage would show through. Oh no! Oh dear. Yeah, and actually, I have my head shaved right now. So yeah, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. That's how um my boyfriend is. He has a lot of protruding birthmarks on his head and his dad was a drill sergeant so his dad made him have buzz cuts all the time and it's something my boyfriend was severely 
like self-conscious about so now he has like long flowy surfer dude hair <laughs> he refuses to cut his hair short like he's hardcore man what, do, you want, do you want him to cut it short or is no. he like I'm, I mean honestly I met him whenever it was short and I liked it and now it's long and I'm I don't care we're too far in the relationship for me to care about it's what only, he looks like it's the only one thing I don't like about him anymore it's fine eh, I like both I think he can pull off both there's some people that can only pull off one but I feel like he can pull off both alright alright I see I see I recently went from having hair like all the way down to the middle of my back to chopping it all off in a depressive fit. <laughs> I was like, you know what'll make me happy? Chopping all of my hair off. <laughs> Guess it didn't make you happy? No, it did. I loved it. And you feel really? brand new. It felt so liberating just to chop all my hair off. And now I love my I hair. I can't tell without you being sarcastic. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'll never have long hair again. Ever. I never want long hair. I want short hair for the rest of my life. It's great. Hmm. I'm thankful. How short is this "quote unquote" short hair you speak of? It's like about an inch above my shoulders. It's long right now. I need to cut it. Okay, okay. But I'm gonna go cut it again. But I love it. I was always afraid of short hair. I was like, yeah, because I cut my hair super short, like right below my ears in middle school, and yeah, that looked horrible. I was like, okay, well, I'm never cutting my hair again. And then one that one day I was like, no, I'm doing it. <laughs> and I'm so happy I did because it looks so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, when you said cutting it all, I thought you were talking about like buzz cut. Yeah, as in no. like a number one cut or something. No, I still want to do that. I like hair a little bit too much for that. I don't know if I could ever be one of those girls with. I I look up to girls with buzz cuts. And pull it off, cause like I could never. Yeah, yeah, I see that. That is like, I wish. Honestly, I wish. Now you see, there's also the girls that really have a hard time pulling off hair down to like their their ankles or something. Mm-hmm. Yet there are some people who can for some odd reason. Yeah. It's weird. Everyone's. It's because of. I. I remember my one of my friends that's in cosmetology school. She was showing me. It's because of um, face shapes, different hair lengths, different hair colors, different framing goes different with different body types and face shapes. It's all down to what's appealing to the human eye, and what looks nice. It's like if a girl with a super long forehead didn't have bangs. Of course, you'd be like, oh, her forehead's huge. But if she got the cut bangs, you didn't see her forehead. Wow, she looks amazing. It's like, that's how I go off of how I style my hair. It's like these spreadsheets. I mean, like, I'm not saying that you can't. Like, if you have a super long forehead and you don't cut your bangs and you love your super long forehead, like, you go, work it. But there's, like, sheets that show you, like, how your face shape matches with certain hairstyles. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see where you're going. All right. Yeah, it's like it's like that with face. It's like that with hair. It's like that with hair color. It's like that with makeup. It's like that with clothes. It's all down to a system. 
Now, you you go to cons a lot. Yes. So, what do you think your favorite con that you've been to so far is? Uh, we have this one con down in Louisiana called MechaCon. It is huge. It's huge con. I forgot how many. It's thousands of people. Like, maybe over 10,000 for sure. And it's the best. I get to see all my friends. I get to host panels with my friends. Like, this year, um, we're hosting our first 18 and up panel. It's going to be fun. And I like cosplaying and taking pictures of my cosplay. Cosplay is one of my favorite things in the whole world. It gives me the excuse to have pink hair for a day. Hmm. It's a good con, though. Yeah. It started out very small. I remember going to it whenever only, like, maybe 5,000 people went to it. Hmm. Good con. That, that, uh, that's your favorite? It's my favorite. Hands down. Alright. My con is the so best What con. other kinds of cons have you been to? Um, I think they, we have this Lafayette Comic Con, which is like a local Comic Con. I go to that one. That one's really small and boring. I only go to like see my friends. And then we have one. I've been to a con in Houston, Texas before that was really big, and I think it was a little bit too big for me. And then do we have another one in Louisiana that I go to called CypherCon? I know it's fun. It's it's smaller than MechaCon, but bigger than Louisiana Comic Con. It's like a middle ground where it's like it's fun but it's not as fun as MechaCon because it's still so small hmm. I'm mostly huh. like I'm mostly like cons revolving around anime though not super book superheroes and comic books and stuff like that okay okay I see dream con is to go to cat con all about cats <laughs> I want to go there. Yep, it's in uh, San Diego, I think, this year. So it's a weekend Damn, con in America. Yep, and all the famous cats on Instagram go. And you can go pet them. Really? Yes. It's my dream one day to go. <laughs> you could dress up as the cat. Yeah, dress up as a cat and just go buy one of those like elaborate three thousand dollar costumes. <laughs> Oh, you gonna be a furry? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Furries is such a weird meme. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah. It furries. is. But it's easier than saying anthropomorphic, so. Yeah. I, sh- I don't know. I, I mean, like, I'm not hating on furries. I just don't get it. Yes, it's all. I mean. There's a lot of misconception about them. And yes, we're having this talk. There's a lot of misconception about furries, to be honest. Where, sure, there, there's ones that draw, like, not safe for work stuff. Then there's the ones that just draw characters or just want feel more comfortable inside of a suit or something. Or inside of, like, wearing a headband or something. Yeah. There's, there's people, not all of them are bad. And there's a lot of misconception about that. Where they think that, oh one of them did this so the entire community is bad it's it's a lot of it's almost racism almost where where yeah. previously people would like a, a bank is robbed per se then all of all of the white people would look at say the African American person and blame them 
or maybe a Chinese person or a Mexican and all that. Basically, it's excluding everyone else because they're a little bit different. It's like stereotyping. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And I get that. I mean, there's bads in every single... The, the cosplay community has their fair share of bads. I mean, there's people that blackface all the time and do really racist things. There's bad in every community. It's not something I'm into, I guess. It's like, you do you, but... Uh, I don't I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I'm not interested. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm good about that, at least. Uh, that some people aren't exactly interested in that kind of thing. And which, that I'm fine with that. But when you take it to the extreme as killing them or shouting at them or screaming, like, you're all disgusting creatures or some bullshit like that, that's taking it way too far. It's just another mob mentality. You're no different yeah. than anyone that would do that to, the, or say, back in the slave days. Good old America days. Yeah. <laughs> there was lynch mobs and stuff. I mean, it's not that severe. It's not to compare to that at all. That's a very serious topic. But it's the same as just discriminating against one group. You're no better than them. Well, I mean, it's not exactly too far off, considering there, there have been reported cases. And they've just been dropped many times. There have been reported cases where they were people all over the world would go after furries and all that, the communities and all that, and start hunting them, chasing them down and slaughtering them. Yeah, that's... Because of what they liked, and it's it's stupid. That's messed up. (laughs) I know. In which, again, that's taking things way, way, way too far, and they do it. Yeah, the only community and or hobby I don't support is pedophilia. Anything else, you do you. Do whatever you want. It's just, if it's illegal, I'm not gonna support you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, uh, I have friends that are furries. I have friends that do furry commissions, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. Cool. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, and if, if you're in the community, it's probably one of the nicest communities there are. Yeah. And they're very forgiving sometimes, too. And it, it's a wonderful place to be. But when you're on the receiving side of the hate, it, it, it just makes me sick. Yeah. It's kind of like... I think they just, like... Of course, the cool side of the fair community doesn't get a lot of talk because... Once again, it's not entertaining, but I mean, if there's a really yeah. cringy, weird furry, yeah, everyone's going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love how this started off as like an interview and then it just changed into talking about furries. Talking about, talking about why we're ugly, what serial killers yeah. are, and furries. <laughs> Wonderful. Three connect topics that are one hundred percent connected. Oh yes, definitely. The best things to talk about, in my opinion. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh, we can't forget about talking about uh, Pokemon as well. Though. Oh yeah, that's a very big part of it. Well, Pokemon is arguably one of the biggest parts of my life. If I had to oh, say yeah, one defining feature, it would be Pokemon. Yeah. 
and to be honest, same thing here, because again, I have a lot of Pokemon games. I have a lot of Pokemon uh, games. I love all the Pokemon movies. I cosplay from Pokemon. Like Pokemon's everything. Now, have you have you won Best Pikachu? Hmm. Have you won any any Have you won any prizes on Pokemon? No. Disappointing. You should win surprises. <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> H- have you tried winning prizes yet? No, I have not. Well, you should do that. Mm-hmm.